Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So what do you want to talk about tonight? You you listed off a bunch of crazy shit. So I'm interested to see what you want to talk about because I mean that's right up our alley. Well, basically, those are the things I talk about, and I talk about all manner of things because I'm very well versed in economics, finance, geopolitics, um, spirituality, Anunnaki, um, religion, prophecies. I'm pretty very I'm very very well read. So nice. very very few topics I can't touch on. Well, let's let's start with the uh, the Anunnaki thing, because I mean, tonight, uh, what country are you in? I live in Mexico, but I'm originally from Barbados. Okay, nice. yeah. So tonight's our big uh, the U.S. election night, blah blah blah, and probably every single show is going to be talking about that tonight. So I'm going to intentionally not talk about it. So let's start with the uh, the Anunnaki thing. What what's your ideas on that? Because I know there's tons of shows that talk about that whole idea, but I want to hear your uh, your view on it. Okay, are we recording now or? So I could just go yeah, straight yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go for it. So basically, um, from my research, because all of the information that um, I get has come out of the Sumerian tablets and um, people like Zacharias Sitchin and other people um, have talked about this as well. And it appears that um, 450,000 years ago, a group of um, deities or I, the, the word that I tend to use sometimes are like astronauts or just like advanced humans because the, the way when you read these tablets, the they appear to be some sort of like a hominid species as well because they walk on their upright legs, they put on their pants with their right with one leg first, and they used to eat, drink, and get merry, even drunk as well, just like us. And basically, 450,000 years ago, they came here, and it seems that they were looking for... Um, gold because their planet um, is called Nibiru and their planet was um, disintegrating the atmosphere. Uh, we're not sure why the planet was disintegrating, but we know that it was. So they came here looking for gold and basically um, they brought some of their people with them called the Ajiji 
to do the work in the mines. And this, some of the mines, in, in actual fact, there are mines that are in South Africa that are that go up to 200,000 years ago that they found um, in recent years that um, kind of collaborate this data as well because the Ajiji, which are, what I would describe the Ajiji as like the working class, so like us and the Anunnaki are more like the politicians, aristocrats, royal families, etc. And when they came, pardon? (laughs) I said same old story. But this is it because like on the Sumerian king's list, it says, and the kingship was lowered from heaven to earth. And heaven really just means sky. And they lowered the kingship and they introduced all of their systems of governance. Um, they introduced religions. They introduced things like money. They introduced the hierarchical system. Um, they introduced like even into the Hinduism um, through um, the, the Brahmas where they have like a, a caste system. So all of these things actually came from them. So... They kind of taught us to think in social class, and then they kept dividing us by skin color and ethnicity, etc., etc. So, as I was saying, so when the Ajiji, um, the working class, um, Anunnaki, which are just, I was going to say extraterrestrials, you know what I mean, humanoid type beings, came here, and they were mining in the goals <clears throat> in the mines for about 200,000 years, and they got fed up. And they basically um, caused the mutiny, created a, a mutiny, and a, they were going to uh, go to war with the, uh, the Anunnaki, the higher level um, ruling class. And uh, basically, one of the, the chief gods, his name was Enki, um, he decided that he would create a, a, a worker class, right? And that worker class basically turned into us. So for people that don't really know much about this story, there are three main gods in the pantheon that you would hear many people talking about. Those are Anu, he's represented by like Uranus. You have um, Enki, who's by Neptune, and Enlil, his brother. I can't remember off the top of his name. I think it might be Jupiter uh, or Mercury. He's represented by those planets. And what they did is that they um, symbolized themselves and personified personifies themselves as as these planets to to from my research to create this god status like because if you think about it if you were to go to a tribe in say the amazon that's had zero contact with humans and you pulled out a lighter out of your pocket and you started making fire they would they would think that you're a god right because you can create fire and this is basically what it looks like happened to us where they had they were advanced they had advanced technology and they could do these great things. So we ended up worshiping them by like gods, you know? And also they seem to have basically nudged us to, to worship them as well. So it was a bit of a twofold thing. So anyway, when uh, Enki took, because there was an existing um, species on Earth at the time, a hominid species, and it was not as advanced and civilized as they were. And they took that uh, being a mixed their DNA with it. They actually say they mix their essence. So basically they were splitting genes and they created chimeras and all kind of stuff, clonation, gene splitting, gene splitting. All of these are found in, in the Sumerian tablets. So if we as a species, Homo sapiens sapiens, thinks that we created those things or we came up with them, no, these, 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 this science is longer than probably time itself, you know? So... 
What kind of time frame do you put on that? Because uh, I know people have different ideas about that too. But as far as how far back that all this happened, and they decided they need to come here and harvest gold and use us for <sighs> slaves, basically. What What do you think about that? So it looks like it was up to four hundred and fifty thousand years ago that they came here, and they had the Ajiji mining for about two hundred thousand years, and they created us in this current form about two two hundred thousand years ago and basically what happened as well is that when they were creating us what happened is that we get this story one in the bible two the nagamati text and three um it, it is mentioned in the quran and islam as well so when they created um us it's the the, the stories are that the, the fallen angels which are them were supposed to worship man because it says in the bible that uh, the fallen angel was supposed to worship us now there's a little bit of nuance in this story because the sumerian tablets are the original um tablets they're they're, they're the original information any everything else that we have is just mere carbon copies because even when it says an elohim in the bible elohim really means the gods because el is god in in hebrew and i am is plural so how we say um dogs s for plural well i am is um plural so it is the gods and when you actually read these tablets they were the gods that were responsible for it were um enki ninhersaig his chief medical officer and enki's son um ningashida now ningashida is also known as thoth hermes trismegustus buddha etc because they change their names a lot and so basically it looks like it is that time frame 450,000 years ago they came and then about 200,000 to 250,000 years ago people vary on the, the the timelines but it seems to be between 200 and 250,000 years ago that man just burst on the scenes here on earth and when they did that what happened is that when they created us finally because they did a lot of laboratory experiments um they realized that we had the potential to be a higher being than them even enki has said to um one of his halves one of his sons which came from a um a human woman i can't remember which one it was he even said that you have the potential to be greater than the gods right and what happened is that when they realized that there was a systematic um thing done to, to to dumb us down so they kept our telomeres um they also fused chromosome two and they installed something called a worship gene in us now science has recently found that there there's a worship gene installed in us they also have discovered that tel the telomeres have been capped and that chromosome two has been fused because we share the same dna uh, sequence like 90 i think my memory is 98 percent to chimps and th there's an anomaly in our dna and theirs and that's the chromosome too and that has basically ended up capping our lifespan and stopped us from um because telomeres are responsible for cell regeneration so this is why we couldn't live long anymore because when they first created us uh when you read this, uh, the sumerian king's list and there were eight immortal kings that ruled for 241,200 <clears throat> years. 
some ruling for 36,000 years, 28,800, 16,000, etc. So this was when like B were, because all of those kings were actually hybrids, right? This was when B were in the hybrid form, had more of their DNA. But after the flood came, then they, and they wanted to repopulate Earth uh, because Earth has had many, many cataclysms. That is when it appears that they did all the genetic tinkering because they didn't want us to, 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 to get to a certain level that we would supersede them, which is another story in the Tower of Babel in the Bible where they said that the man was trying to make a tower so he can go up to, to kill God, you know what I mean? But basically what it was is that I think that that was actually a, a launch pad that um, for like a spaceship or something. So there's more to the story than they actually tell us in the Bible. Uh, you have to read many, many books to, to fill in the gaps. And they did a lot of heinous things to us because, like, they would um, rape a lot of the women. Because, like, even the story of Adam and Eve, depending on which source you come from, like the book of Jasher, even um, in the Nagamati, it talks about when they created Eve, that he, because Eve was a representation of the feminine spirit the divine feminine and they raped her to corrupt to try to corrupt the spirit but pista sophia um who is one of the derivatives of god of which stands for love and wisdom um she came into eve and protected the spirit and this is one of the reasons why we're still able to connect to, to source again but we we have a lot more uh, difficulty to connect because of all the systems of money and government and all these basically religions that they created because I, I call them the three religions of money, government, and organized religion. So all of these basically have dumbed us down. Even like when you look at the way a baby is born, um, a baby is coming to the world in a lot of trauma because, uh, and this is systematic to, to cut our, our connection to source. Because when a, in the, the proper way that a baby should be born is with a, a, a woman uh, squatting right? Because the force would bring the baby out in a better way. But what happens is that when a woman is lying down, the force, which is supposed to be vertically, is changed and she has to push. So it's a lot more painful. Now, when the baby comes out, first thing they do, cut the umbilical cord from the placenta. The, the, the placenta is actually really the tree of life because once the baby is connected to the placenta, the baby will receive all the consciousness, all the antibodies, all everything that would be to protect that child for the rest of its life and they cut severance from that then what they do they squirt um liquid in the baby's eyes make the baby cry or smack him on his bum then they take the baby away and they put them in a room away from its mother so this is why a lot of us have a lot of neglect issues um in relationships or just neglect feeling, but we don't know where it comes from, but a lot of it comes from childbirth because it's through trauma. And all of these are things that they ended up instituting to, to, to cause us to be in this lower state, you know? So, yeah, that's funny. So I've heard a lot of uh, women lately that have been going back to a more natural approach to birth and keeping the placenta attached via the cord for several days, basically as long as it takes to dry up and kind of fall off by itself. They just keep that sucker attached to the baby this whole time because they, they know it's, you know, feeding it nutrients and all that. And that's such a wildly non-Western idea for somebody to do that they look at these people like they're nuts because they're like, what are you doing? You got you to do what the doctor says. Snip that thing. Put the goo in its eyes. And what a great way to 
keep modern medicine the way it is now something that's a necessity. You know, they're like, okay, well, this is exactly how it's done. They've just indoctrinated us to think this is how it's done. Because if we knew how to give birth the proper way, we could just do it ourselves. A lot of people are much easier. I know, but uh, it would have been done for a lot longer. And I don't want to get too off topic from what you're talking about. But going back earlier to what you said about Enki and Enlil capping telomeres, fusing, you know, genes to shorten our lifespan after they created us. Have you... Um, in your research found anything about AI and what we're doing with that now? Because that reminds me a lot about AI creation where, you know, we have created AI, it's out there, and we do understand that it has the capability to be stronger than us. It could absolutely take us over. So we do the same thing with it, where we kind of cap it, we keep it limited, because if we didn't, it could take us over. I don't know if you've seen a connection with that. So in terms of AI, what it looks like to me is that because these these Anunnaki have their bloodlines here on earth and these are so for, for people that don't know I'll tell you how this world is really broke made up there are three levels of 13 families that rule this planet right these are the elite of the elite so the common names that people may hear like the Rothschilds Rockefellers excuse me they're only level two right Above those are uh, another set of families, which people will call the black nobility. And the most uh, active families in that 13 higher level are the Aldebrandini, the Medici, the Orsini, the Samagli, and the Brex pair. You will never hear these names in the media ever because they own everything. These are like the... The, sh- the shadow behind the shadow, right? So when people talk about shadow government, they own the shadow government, right? Now, they, it appears that they are the ones that are in direct contact with the Anunnaki because the Anunnaki could possibly still be here or maybe at a higher dimension or maybe in spaceships or over Earth. But it looks like they're actually um, in contact with them. And they worship a negative energy which appears to be what we would call ai right because ai couldn't have just come out of nowhere it had to have come from somewhere but it appears that at the higher levels these people worship this ai god and what and the thing is right funny they tell us a lot of stuff in movies my and i have no proof of this this is just my theory i think that is sort of like some sort of a transformer that um entity that that actually is what we're worshiping because that is a bit of an artificial intelligence in itself where it's mixed with machine and some sort of intelligence because you know it, they tell us a lot of truth in the movies but for what i have found it looks like at that level the ai that we think of seems to be the negative energy that the even the anunnaki worship right and this is where all these blood sacrifices and everything come down to. So I do think that what they're trying to do is to get us to upload our consciousness to the cloud, which will then merge us to become like the Borg and then the AI. Because the patents that, um, you know, Slick, Slick Billy Will uh, has put out there, 060606, basically once that is inside of you, they have the ability to read your thoughts. 
and they'd be able to mine cryptocurrency from your mere essence, your, your energy, which is akin to the story in the matrix where the humans were just batteries, right? And this is one of the reasons why they had this whole pandemic and they introduced all these jabs and stuff because what it would do now is that you're opening the door to for people to 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 eventually upload their consciousness because if you think about it if you're just taking a, a jab that you know nothing about then what else would you take you would just take a pill if they tell you to take a pill then you know what i mean there, there's even the w the work and effort forum is actually talking about pills now that you can swallow that would be able to to tell your body temperature and predict this and that all of that is all connected right so it's back to the ai but everything in this world is run by ai at the moment even social media the media everything but it is a matter now of the degree of how much more is going to get involved in our lives you know that is the thing do you do you think that uh the old stories the old religions christianity i mean i'm most familiar with that but calling the devil or Satan or the adversary, do you think that's what they're referring to? Is this ancient AI that the Anunnaki worship? No, because the thing is, is that in religion, well, we, we, we stuck at, touch at Christianity. We have two words that we use um, supposedly for the devil. One is called Lucifer and one is called Satan. Lucifer is actually not what we think it is. Lucifer came from the ancient Greek word phosphorus, which means the morning star or the morning uh, the star of the morning. So at the time, according to the Sumerian tablets, it appears that Venus was actually a sun at the time. So the only star of the morning would be the sun. So we know that Venus do a flyby, as it's called, and Venus was a representation um, sorry, phosphorus was a representation of Venus. Now, when the ancient Greek got translated into Latin, it went from, instead of being transliterated, so from phosphorus to phosphorus, it's like, okay, my name is Todd. It's an English name. If I were to go to Japan, I wouldn't change my name to the Japanese version of Todd. It would just be Todd. But that's what they did. They translated phosphorus and it became Lucifer, right? So what's happened now is that people think that Lucifer means the devil. But in reality, Lucifer is not the devil. Lucifer is a representation of phosphorus, Venus, the morning star. And then the word Satan, as you rightly said, means adversary. But there's the catch. All of these Anunnaki gods were a Satan at a time. They were our adversary. So in key today was the Satan, the adversary. Then tomorrow it was Enlil. Then Enlil, uh, then the next time it was Marduk. He was another adversary, another Satan. So what's happened is that even in the in the the, the words we use, <clears throat> there's a bit of um, confusion because we don't use the right word, the words correctly. So the devil, well, when you look back at the records, at the time there were many different um because like for example we know that the adverse i know the adversary right now is marduk because he took the um excuse me he took leadership and reign over the anunnaki because uh after the the last nuclear war that they had between themselves um then that's during when the sumerians were destroyed he took um the throne 
not really by force, but basically um, he demanded it because of all the things that happened. So he seems to be adversary now. And what they do is they infiltrate each other's religions. So like Judaism, um, the main God that they worship is Yahweh or um, Jehovah, but he's actually Enlil. But then you have a, a section in the Jews, which are Talmudic Jews, which from what looks like they worship Marduk. In actual fact, Marduk is actually mentioned by name in the in the uh, Jewish Bible, the Torah. Marduk is mentioned literally by name, right? A lot of people don't know that, but he was also known as Bel, Belzebub, Baal, or Baal, you know, so many different names, right? Is that the same so as Moloch too? Because I know Moloch was abs- the big... Yep. Correct, okay. correct, Moloch, same entity. And he, he even came to Mexico and he was the god for the Aztecs, which I can never pronounce his name, but it's something like Hitch to a Pottle. Hitch to, oh. hit, hit, hit to a Pottle or something like that. Begins with an something H. Like <laughs> so there's so much confusion that we, we even use terms incorrectly, you know? So this is why we, we're, it's difficult for us to be able to understand the complexity of the matrix you know because they, they create well, yeah and everybody i mean you get the the super uh i guess fundamentalist religious people that don't want to look at anything else because especially i'm not pointing fingers but especially christians they don't want to be looking into these alternative ideas because that it's not that it discredits their belief in the bible but they think that anything that isn't of god is of satan that's like a direct christian tenant is that anything that's not of god must be of satan so they don't want to look into any any of this stuff and think that maybe names were changed over time and maybe satan or lucifer because the christians kind of mix those two together think that that's the same thing and basically anything that represents satan or lucifer must be against god or delight or you know whatever you you know what i'm talking about with that yeah, absolutely and it's the exact same thing in islam because i'm very well versed in islam and it's the exact same thing you can show look i have done this several times i have shown both christians and muslims texts in their own scriptures that literally uh, is counter what they believe right and it causes them to actually have to think now in the case of the muslims their default position is like you're not a scholar you don't speak arabic so you have no idea and if you want to know, you go and talk to a scholar. They have relegated their thinking to someone else. Because in that religion, you are just taught to follow and put your head down and worship it and worship. And there was a, an interview that I saw a bit with, with a guy called um, Yasakadi. And he actually admitted there's holes in the narrative. And from since then, the genie's been out of the box. And that religion has, honestly, for a person that would, yeah, it's really, really interesting in learning about uh, religion because Islam does tie into Christianity because it's supposed to be an Abrahamic faith. There's a, a channel on YouTube called Sira International, C-I-R-A. They've completely destroyed the religion. Like, it has no legs to stand on. All sources, all information you can go and look for yourself, destroyed, right? Same with Christianity. Like there's there's sto- I remember I w- I saw I showed um a lady two versions of the exact same story in the actual Bible. One was from Second Samuel and one was from Second Chronicles, 
And one version said the Lord, and the next version said Satan, right? The exact story, right? Her response, honestly, I don't even know how to respond to it. But basically, it is akin to where you show people that believed in this pandemic, the jabs, the mask, everything, and you show them evidence. And then it is so palpable that they have would have no choice but to realize that they've been conned and they continue with the exact same narrative because it is too painful to even consider that they were tricked. It was the exact same, like a, the only way to describe it is like a deer in the headlights look where it was just like, and then she snapped back, said something that was irrational, didn't make sense, <laughs> and just stopped talking to me because it was just like, it blew her head, the exact same story, you know? And then Isn't when that you sound even, oddly familiar to what we're going through today with scientism and the, the new religion? I mean, it's the exact same thing. They they've relegated their thinking to somebody else. The experts know and just leave it, leave it at that. It has to, it's not just medical stuff. It's all things science in general. And our understanding of this whole reality is just no, let them figure it out. They've read all the books and they know the languages. You know, we don't have to think about this. You know, it's mad because it appears that all of this started again. I have to go back to the Anunnaki when they put in a worship gene. Because there seems to be some predisposed position in humans where we have this thing about worshiping authority and just like relegating our thinking to someone else and let them do it. Because, and I think it really comes out of religion per se, because from what I've realized, pretty much uh, the Abrahamic religions have one thing that's in common. Um, they're supposed to be a messiah or in the term in the case of the, the the muslims the mahdi that will come back right so what's happened is that they have injected this sort of like complex in us where one we think we're inferior that we need to be saved instead of realizing that we need to save ourselves secondly what's happened is that because there's an idea of a savior it means that you don't have to do any work you can just live your life, just be whatever you want to be, go through life, just coasting, just head just like in the clouds, like la, la, la. I don't have to worry because the Savior is going to come back to uh, help me. The Mahdi is going to come back. The Messiah is going to come back. You know, I can just coast it, right? And this is what religion has done to us, even the religion of government, because people believe that the government is their friend. The government is there to save them, to Still, help them. Even today, to this day, they think that. Is that not crazy? <laughs> right. And this is why I started and say that the three religions are money, government, and organized religion. And all of them came from uh, the, 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 the Anunnaki, all of them. Even money, money, we came out about in Babylon and is actually known as Babylonian magic, right? And that's when they put a value system on a thing, right? But then what's happened is that uh, for five 5,000 years, precious metals, gold and silver had a value. And now we have the economic system, which is the other religion of money, where people believe we can just print money for, to infinitum. It will have no consequences. Things will not lose... Uh, value well the purchasing power of the currency wouldn't go down because we just print more and 
Literally. Well, to be fair, it doesn't hurt anything except for literally all the people, which they don't care about. So it doesn't oh, hurt well. them. So it's all fine. Because they're getting the money first. And once you get the money as it's come off the printing press, then it holds its value and you can buy real stuff. And the people at the bottom, then they, they don't hold anything. You know, they, they, this is why prices go up because the person power of the value goes down. And fun fact for you, um, when you have a country that was on the silver standard up to 110 years ago, almost, was Mexico. They had zero inflation for 300 years when they were on the silver standard. Even in um, Spanish, the, the colloquial word for money is plata, which means silver, right? Hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that people don't really understand. And it, it, it you always you have to, there's so many avenues that you have to dig into to be able to understand the complexity of this entire matrix because it is an artificial construct and it really is not real right we're just we really just as this is thought forms you know interpreted by the mind that's it you know yeah you know? for all intents and purposes it is a the matrix i mean it might not be a computer code but it's just as fake so and not to go, I mean, you can go on and on about Anunnaki all you want. Like, I'm intrigued. But uh, you said you're uh, pretty well versed on economics, too. So go into that a little bit since you were just mentioning the silver standard and how uh, Mexico hadn't seen inflation for 300 years. So, I mean, just in the last, what, 100 years since the institution of the Federal Reserve, we've had, it's just gone downhill and it seems like it's by design. I, I think you'd probably agree with me that it was by design but what are your thoughts on that whole uh clusterfuck yeah it was absolutely by design because basically um as who, who which uh andrew jackson said that um a, a, a central bank causes more destruction than a standing army and that is because when you give away your ability to print your own money or you give it to a third party like um nathan rostra said I care not who is the puppet um, king of England. Give me control of the money and I control the country and I control the money, right? So basically what it is is that they to, to, to get us to where we are now, they had to take us off of any sort of uh, gold standard or silver standard, right? Because they wanted to be able to print money at will and cause these boom and bust cycles, and there's a very interesting book called The Creature of Jack, uh, Jack Alinald, um, written by G. Edward Griffin. And um, I would suggest that people read that. That explains exactly how they did it. Because um, the, the president at the time, I can't remember his name. It will come back to me. But he actually was bought and paid for by the cabal. And he brought in the Federal Reserve on the 23rd of December, 1913, right? And, you know, I mean, the thing about it is that no, no one even knew that it, it actually was, was, was going to happen. It just like, because everyone's getting ready for Christmas holidays and it just like snuck it under. It passed. Didn't it happen on Christmas Day? Like, that's something that doesn't really happen, but it happened over Christmas Day or some shit from what I remember. Yeah, it was the 23rd of December. And then obviously Christmas is two days later. So no one was paying attention. And, and then what they did is that they introduced income tax because income tax was only in war times, right? War bonds. 
but income tax became a, a, a staple throughout the the entire world, basically, you know. And they they own they own everything because when okay, I give you some countries now: um, Iran, Libya, and um, the other one was North Korea. Why do they hate these countries? Because they don't own the central banks, right? The Iraq as well, they didn't own the central bank of Iraq, right? And they went into these countries because one, these countries, well, in the case of Iraq, they had gold. And also he wanted to actually price his gold in euros. <laughs> so they went in there like, mm -mm, you're not doing that off your head. Gaddafi, no, he wanted to create an African dinar, which was backed by gold. They're like, mm-mm. You're not having no gold standing around here. You'd be richer than us off your head. You know, and the thing is, right, is that Libya was a sick country because Libya was actually the richest country in, in Africa at the time. There was zero. They used to pay like 14 cents or something so for electricity. It was ridiculously cheap. Damn. Married couples used to get like $5,000 um, just for getting married because it was all about promoting of families and stuff if you you would be if you can't study what you want to study in libya they will pay for you to go abroad to study to come back right i'm not saying that Gaddafi was a great man all i'm saying is that the country was, was a lot better than when the west went in just like iraq again i'm not saying saddam hussein was a great guy but he actually kept that region pretty much under control and there was not many issues. When they went in, they stirred up a hornet's nest. And what happened? All of the, you know what I mean, the, the, the supposed terrorism, which really they sponsored, because they're their guys, you know what I mean? They paid them to, 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 to go. It's almost like there wasn't a problem until we went in there and made a problem. And then we're like, see, there's a problem. Now we got to fix it. It seems like that's the U.S.'s kind of uh, motto as far as other countries go. Yeah, the Hegelian dialect, you know, problem, reaction, solution, you know. So, so this is the thing. And what's happening is that because right now they could only do so much with having just a fiat system, they had to have the pandemic. And I always use the word plan because it was a plan. Look at 2009 it, um, event 201. They literally scripted the whole thing, uh, everything they said excuse me, in that um, drill end up happening. Oh, yeah, I remember there was a drill for 9-11. Ah, oh, and there was a drill for 7-7 seven, seven in London as well. On the same day that those events happened. Just a And the Boston bombing. Right? That just happened to be a drill as well. Just a coincidence, right? So what it is now is that they had to, because the economy, right, because I've been following economics for a long time, and for people that have been in the space for a while, I thought about seven years ago that Deutsche Bank would have been the, the, the needle that pricked the bubble. But they, at the time, I didn't have as much knowledge as I have now, but they literally kept Deutsche Bank on life support because Deutsche Bank had um, the most derivatives on the planet. It was like, I don't know, man, talking trillions and trillions, maybe even quadrillions of derivatives, like money that doesn't even make sense. And I thought that, because there was a level that I was looking at and when the share price of Deutsche Bank went under $10, I thought that that was when it was going to pop. Deutsche Bank went under $10, nothing happened. And that also was when Trump came in. 
So when Trump came in, what happened is that a lot of money came in because, to be fair, um, some of his policies were actually good for business. So people were just investing money. But the problem is that they don't want you to have any belief that you can actually invest and become prosperous. So they took him out, put in Sleepy Joe. Then just before he was supposed to come out of office, they put in the pandemic. Now, whether he was part of it or not part of it, it doesn't really matter. Whatever side of the fence you stay on. What I do know is that he introduced the jabs. It was him, Operation Warp Speed. And I also know that at the time, the opposition said they will never take them because we don't trust that guy. He left. Oh, the jabs are the best, man. Everyone needs to take the jabs. Isn't that funny what... how that works? <laughs> I know what I mean. And, and basically what it is is that the whole pandemic was the excuse to suck the money out of the economy because what they had to do is stop everyone from earning, put them now to just be addicted to uh, everything online. They just do all the uh, spending on OnlyFans, pornography, Amazon, ordering takeaways, and decrease, they, they reduce your, your health mentally because you're just on screens. You're getting zero exercise, zero sun, zero fresh air. And then also the foods that you're eating are full of um, chemicals, so they're not going to raise your energy, right? So it was all by design to weaken you. And then the next stage will be is that they're going to crash the economy. And what they're doing now is they're rushing to bring decentralized digital currencies, central bank digital currencies, with the advent of uh, having your social credit score linked to it with your UBI income in it. Because... Um, what people don't understand is that the only three things that control people, really, money, food, and sex, right? It doesn't matter if you're male or female, those things control you. And if you take away the money, that's a big problem, right? Because you won't be able to have sex if you've got no money, and you can't eat if you have no money, right? So, sadly, I mean, you can, is... but it's kind of illegal. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? They look down on you if you uh, do that. Yeah, they look down on you for anything, isn't it? But um, yeah, it, it, it's mad. So basically what they're doing now is they're just going to weaken the, 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 the... I mean, the dollar right now is strong, so all the other currencies are weak. But that's only for, for the time being because eventually people will realize that the emperor has no clothes and the United States will never repay their debt, right? And when that happens, you're going to have a situation of massive hyperinflation. But what's going to happen is that people that don't have any precious metals or decentralized uh, private cryptocurrencies are going to be the, the ones that are, are, are in the most trouble because you're not going to be have anything to be able to barter with or to, well, I mean, you would have to maybe trade sexual favors, but how far would that get you? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, well, well, this profession, hey, it's worked for some. Well, yeah. As long as you got a whole you can make some money. <laughs> Sadly, it's true, you know. <laughs> but all of this well, is by grand design all of it i think it starts from birth though too as babies we humans as mammals are like the weakest mammals ever a lot of animals when they're born can get up stand run away from their families and go live on their own very young sorry this is a little random but as human babies we are dependent on our parents we are so super dependent on them. So we listen to them and we trust them similar to as adults, 
listen to the government and trust them for comfort because they can't do certain things that the government can. So now if the government is convincing the adults they need them, those adults are then teaching children they need the government too. And it's just slowly getting worse and worse. Plus, they introduced screens in the face to children as well. You know, kids are constantly having tablets. So now it just slowly trickled down from adults kind of watching TV. As kids, we never cared what was on the news. But now parents in this day and age after, you know, the pandemic are teaching their kids, okay, listen to the media. They'll tell you who to vote for. Depend on the government. Take your, you know, UBI or whatever. And that's how kids are learning now. We're turning into the weakest society that we've ever been. It's gross codependence. You know, it's mad. Like human beings are the only species on earth that teaches its young how to be slaves. No <laughs> other species actually teaches their offspring how to be slaves, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. They teach them how to be codependent. It's mad because when <laughs> when you go back to the Sumerian tablets, right? So when the Anunnaki came here and they had children within I think it was seven days from memory they were full grown adults it was mad right and what happened is that you know I me mean? and I think it possibly is due to because their planet has a longer um, orbit around the sun supposed to be 3600 years that one day for us is probably like like such a long time for them you know in in their in their lifespan so there, there are actually stories in there that basically excuse me there was very little dependence when the, the young were born and at the time when we were still of a pure dna like that that seemed to have happened to us so all of this like this seems to be like a, a, a very modern construct you know and mm -hmm. one of the things <clears throat> one of the key things to getting a stupid is by reducing our lifespan because if you think about it at 10 years old you don't have the same wisdom you have as when you're 50 years old so imagine if you could live to how we used to live before 28,000 36,000 years how much wisdom you would have right you you wouldn't be able to come with this rubbish that they're coming with and telling you oh take your jobs believe the government because you would have seen it so many times that you would know straight away and your children that no this is bs like we, we're not we're not we're not doing it because a lot of people don't even realize that okay mark twain said that history doesn't necessarily repeat itself but it sure rhymes and i do agree with that because i i would encourage every anyone to go on and um research the bolshevik revolution and the bolshevik revolution basically is quite similar to what we have now in terms of um the outcome because um they killed the czar and actual fact the czar was killed because um that was actually a Rothschild sanction because about 200 years prior the previous that czar had vowed never to allow the Rothschilds in and to push back against the illuminati because there was a a horse because adam wellsep adam wellsep he created the anunnaki sorry Illuminati in 1776. I think it was May 5th, something like that. that the Bavarian? Is that the Correct. Bavarian Illuminati? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Adam Wellsept. And he brought in the Rothschilds and all of that stuff, right? And what it was is that, that there was a, um, a horseman that was on his way from, I think, I think it was Germany to France or vice versa. Uh, anyway, he got struck by lightning. 
So the actual documents that was in, in the, the pouch that was to, to be delivered was, were discovered. And that is how we know about the Illuminati today because of that horseman that, by grace of God or whatever, just struck him by lightning. And the plan was revealed, right? And this is the reason why the Tsar of Russia at the time said no to the plans that um, to bring in like a central bank and all that stuff. And he vowed never to let them in. So a couple hundred years later, or maybe 150, if my math is correct, then they, they took him out and they, they killed the, the Tsar of Russia. And then they went in there to bring in all the socialism and um, central banking and all that kind of stuff, right? Because he was one of the last holdouts. So there's a lot of stuff that, like I say, if the older you are and you look back at history, you realize that they just repeat patterns. Again, look at the Spanish flu, right? The Spanish flu was not a, a, a flu, really. How this turned out is that a lot of the people that were actually dying were the old, were the Marines, the soldiers that went abroad to fight that were injected at the time. And when they came back and also when they were in there fighting in, in Europe, they spread the illness. And then what they were doing is it was just all the jabs that were making people sick. And guess what? They used to wear masks, just like how we wore masks two years ago. There's pictures you can go online and you find it, you know. So nothing really is new under the sun, according to scripture. Everything is just a repeat of cycles because they only have a play, one playbook and they play the playbook over and over and over. But we're just too stupid to realize that we're being conned. That's basically what it and, is. Yeah, and like you said, if we live longer, uh, everybody and our children would know, oh, no, they tried this 100 years ago, no problem. But nobody lives that long, hardly. So nobody remembers the Spanish flu 100 years ago. They, the last thing the uh, the cabal or whoever, whatever you want to call them want is a population of Yodas that are thousands of years old and very, very wise and have seen everything. That's the, the fucking last thing they want because then they wouldn't be able to pull anything over on them and it would be over. So I don't know, like, how, where do we even go from here with this? Like, how do you... Do you have any hope for humanity? Yes, give us something. What can we do <laughs> right now? I, I have loads of hope, and I'm very positive for the future. Because the other thing that I talk about a lot is spirituality and consciousness. And no, the reason why I always talk about the Anunnaki and like the Nakamati texts and stuff is because in order to go forward, you have to know where you've come from. You can never, ever go forward unless you complete your past, right? Because the past holds you back. Now, what I would say is that we are actually, because I shared the story that when they created us, they realized that uh, we were more, we had the potential to be a more powerful being than them. And this is absolutely true because we're both flesh and spirit. Now, in terms of the spirit, what's happened is that every single person here on earth has the spark of divinity in them because we all are gods. Even Christ said to the Jews, isn't it in your scripture that it says ye are gods? Now, what it is now is that when I use terms like that, the fundamentalist Christians a.k.a. the zealots, they, they don't understand where I'm coming from. So I'll explain. So the, 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 the source, universal consciousness, God, whatever word you want to use, created everything. God is the sea, the sun, 
the planets, the fish, the animals, and also the plants and us. We are all God. But what it is that we're fractals of God, a fractal which contains the whole. So, so that people would understand that if I go to the beach and I have a cup and I go to the beach and take some water and put it in the cup, the water in that cup is still the sea. And the sea that's outside the cup is still the sea. That your physical body is the cup. It is holding, or it is the vessel that is with the water, right? Now, what it is now is that you have the exact same, the water in that cup has the exact same attributes that the water in the sea has. And this is like us, because we are both of flesh and spirit. And the spirit, which is a fractal, contains the whole. It means we have all the attributes of God. We are co-creators. We create our own reality. This is why when you think things, those things manifest and they become real. If you think that you're sad, guess what? You will be sad because you will create the feelings to be sad, right? And also your words, your words are very powerful. The, now, the Hebrew word abracadabra means I create as I speak. So when you say, oh, I'm am, I am, uh, I'm, I'm angry, or I'm lonely, or I'm sad, when you say it out loud, you hear it, you believe it, you create the reality of that, right? So I, I, I'm saying all these to say that <clears throat> we have more power than we actually think, know, and understand. And what that means is that because we have the same creative ability as God, because we are gods with a small g, it means then that we can connect back to the whole, just like the water. If you take the water out of the cup and pour it back into the ocean, it connects back. The cup just creates temporary separation. Now, our separation is just an illusion. We think we're separated, but you can't separate from something that you already that you are, right? It's impossible. The 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 the, the belief that we're alone, um, we're not connected to God, is just a, a figment of our imagination. But because we are we have this power, and because God is unconditional love, He allows us to choose what we want to do. So we choose to connect. Or, or when I should say, we choose to think that we're not connected or we choose to, to know that we're connected and experience the connection. And this is what it is. Now, what's happening now is that we're literally in prophetic times. We are in the, um, so in 2017, um, September 23rd, we had something called the Great Sign of Heaven, which was predicted in Revelations 12. This was confirmed by um the archbishop vaticano he is a priest in the vatican in 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 in, in, the, in the clergy he came out and said that there is an element in the catholic church which he calls the deep church which is working with the deep state to usher in this new world order and he actually confirmed as well the great sign in heaven right so you can check him out. I think it was October 2020 that he confirmed it. Anyway, so that prophecy talks about the return of the Son of Man. But guess what? 
we are the son of man. You are the son of man. All of us are the son of man. This is why Christ said, if they said I have returned, don't believe them. So again, spoiler Christians, Christ is not coming back to save you. Why? Because you become the Christ, right? And also his name was never Jesus. Jesus never existed. His name was Yehoshua or Yeshua or Isu, right? And he became the Christ, which is a spiritual office, right? Just like Sleepy Joe is Sleepy Joe, but he's also the President of the United States. This President of the United uh, States is, is... Well... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, nice, man. <laughs> so that's his, his governmental title, right? The President of the United States. He's also still Sleepy Joe. So this is exactly how it works for us. My name is Todd, but then I become the Christ, right? Because and what that means is that I become both male and female in terms of energy and thinking because male energy is organization, logic, order, structure, and feminine energy is caring, compassion, kindness, nurturing, etc. So those two energies become one, right? And also you have full control of your thoughts and feelings. So this is what being the Christ or having Christ consciousness means where you're able to live in this world but not be of this world. So you basically walk between worlds like a like a uh, like a night walker, you know, like the whole piece talk about. So basically, because we are entering this stage now, because we're also going into Aquarius, what's happening is that a lot of people are being activated, like myself, uh, talking about these things that are receiving the information, downloads, walking the hard path to become the Christ. Like all of us, this is this is our destiny. And what I would say is that I'm very, very hopeful because the way the universe works is that it, there must always be balance. And right now we are over uh, polarized on negative energy, which means that positive energy has to come in. And we know that this is happening because the magnetosphere around the planet, around the earth is weaker. So a lot more cosmic rays are coming in. So we're having the tri-wave energy, the diamond wave energy, and all of these are activating our DNA. So what's going to happen is that regardless of if the normies want to wake up or not, a day is going to come that they will know everything. Because this is what it, it, it talks about in scripture where it says the lightning, as lightning shall flash in the east, no, strike in the east and flash in the west, right? That is the return of the son of man. And that is the consciousness on the whole planet. And what's happening is that there are more and more people that are starting to realize that the government isn't their friend the money is fake religions are fake the the medical industry is there to kill you so this is like the initial stages of these things and what's going to happen is that we're going to have a complete destruction of the system which is going to be very hard but what it is is that when you start to do the hard work on yourself now when it is easy so you do the difficult thing when it's easy than when it difficult thing is difficult to do so imagine you we're in the relative peace times right now you're able to read books you're able to go inside and find the kingdom within you're able to work on your fear uh, heal your fears and traumas you're able to actually read books still you know because there's the there's still no hardcore censorship on books you know what i mean you can do stuff like psychedelics ayahuasca bufa alvarius peyote magic mushrooms etc these are things that will help you to connect back to your spirit 
So what's going to happen is that all of these things are going to just get more and more intense. And the people are not working on themselves because the thing that really holds us back in life are affairs and traumas. And once you heal those, it means then you start to allow the love energy to come in. Because the only two energies that exist in the world, love and fear. And if you remove fear by overcoming your fears and traumas, the love energy will automatically come in. Because these energies are not created or destroyed, but they just displace each other based on where you are in your life. So the reason why I'm very positive and hopeful is that one, the emperor has no clothes. Two, all truth has been revealed. And three, I am meeting more and more people that are understanding these things that I don't feel anymore alone, which is one of the reasons why I, I talk on podcasts now and share this information because people are actually ready because people are realizing that, hold on a minute, what I've been told is an absolute lie. And um, I I need to find the truth. So, you know, I drop a lot of nuggets and tell people where to go, what books to read, etc. So I, I, I can't see them winning because, remember, they tell us the truth in the movies and the lies in the schools and the body always loses in the movies, you know? So yeah, I, I, think, I think that we have nothing to fear, but it's just our belief that we think that we can't do it is the reason why we condemn ourselves. But once we know, trust, and believe that we can and we will and we speak it into existence and we take action by working on ourselves, I have no doubt that we are going to make it to the end at all. No doubt. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep, well agreed. said, dude. That I mean, I couldn't put a better ending on it. I never do actually put a better ending on it than the guest. So We'll quit while we're ahead because that was an amazing way to finish. Unless you have something else. I mean, that was that was like the bow on top of this whole show to me. Well, what I would say to people is that um, first thing first, it's time to turn off the TV and start listening to the media and start reading books. Because honestly, we still have, again, we need to do the difficult things while they're easy. And we still have time that we can still read books have audiobooks and stuff where we still have electricity, we still have internet, you know. We, we need to realize that, you know, I mean, if you look at the Matrix movie, well, that's what they want to create the planet as. And what people need to realize is that we are more than them. We are the ones that keep the system running. So once we stop partaking into the system, and one of the things that I would encourage people to do is Start learning about cryptocurrency, decentralized private cryptocurrencies, because private cryptocurrencies can't be tracked. And basically what that would do is that they will allow you to transact value when as long the only the only cat the um crypto night to cryptocurrency is it to turn off the internet. But I always tell people if they turn off the internet, we have bigger fish to fry than worrying about cryptocurrency. We we how would we eat? How would we have electricity? I mean, sorry, um, Heating, cooling, you know what I mean? Just how in time deliveries. Propaganda? I think that's the best <laughs> argument against uh, turning off the internet is how are they going to propagandize you without the internet? They, they got to keep some of it on at least. This is it, right? And all the just-in-time deliveries, everything, everything works off the internet. So if that goes down, well, everyone lost everything, you know? So this is yeah. what I tell people to... And one of the things that we need to do is we need to stop... Um, 
using their money and start using sort of like they say cryptocurrency decentralized um private cryptocurrencies so they can be tracked because i recently went to to london uh last week and dude it was mad because i've not been there for two years everywhere people pays with their phones and their card now it is mad like i went to one supermarket you couldn't pay with anything with cash right i asked the lady wait is there no place to pay with cash she said oh yeah well there's only one place you can go over there and i was like rah so you got 30 of these 20 of these self-checkout things and only one or two is cash and everyone else is just like swiping and the thing is it's convenient yes but again it leaves a digital signature, a digital um, imprint trace where you are. So that's the same thing with normal cryptocurrencies like, um, you know what I mean, the big names, Bitcoin, Ethereum, they're completely trackable. But private ones, they can't. And this is where we need to move to. Then also getting stuff like precious metals, silver and gold. You can bribe the guard, you know what I mean, to let you through the border if you have to shift country, you know what I mean, with maybe a few ounces yeah. of silver, right? So... A couple chickens and a goat, something. I mean, bartering. Bartering, you know what I mean? Something, because what people don't understand is that they they are literally trying to bring in biblical times because this, this, this story is so mad because they actually wrote the Bible, predicted everything you're going to do, and then they are doing it to prove that prophecy is real it's it's, yeah. it's just very very nuts right it's so, a large-scale hegelian dialectic there <laughs> oh yeah absolutely because you know there there are certain groups that you know you have to be careful when you use but let's just say is that they're not really who they say they are and they're ashkenaz ashkenazim and the the kazarians and the kazarians are in russia and the ashkenazim came from germany a phone fact for you, Ashkenaza is the place where they're from. That's actually written in the Bible. So they wrote themselves into existence because they claim they came from Jeffer. Uh, but basically, that's another fable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I, so, I think most of our listeners could infer the uh, group of people you're talking about. Right. You, 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 dude, all I would say is that you know who are your masters? By you when you can't criticize them, you know, <clears throat> Kanye, yeah, right, got it, right. <laughs> but yeah, they, 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 in the Bible, there's a um, there's a place called Ashkenaz, Ashkenaza, Ashkenaz, yeah, and they uh, Ashkenaza, and they're the Ashkenazim, and they went to Russia and they um, converted to to you know what and uh for yep. political reasons and basically they are very very powerful and they control many many things you know hollywood very powerful media. very rich yes yeah and they're not who they say they are so you know i think most people know who i'm talking about or what i'm talking about That's but, the insidious but, thing too is they're they're using a mask of something else and saying you can't criticize that mask Meanwhile, they're not even that thing. They're just using that as kind of a, a human shield, uh, so to speak. Yes. And any criticism of that is anti, you know what, you know? So right. it, it, it is, it's nuts. But this is what I'm saying. Everything they've ever told us was a lie. Everything. And 
what's going to happen is that people when all because the way i understand it is that all the things that are spoken about will become common knowledge to everyone it appears that it's going to just happen like that we don't know the time or the hour but people will just wake up and understand these things and it's going to be very very extremely frightening for people because um they've not done the hard work on themselves they've not separated themselves from the self that they created the image of the self because the image of the self is really a a, a hologram that they identify with that is really not real uh, is this belief of who or what they think they are but when you realize that you are god and you're a part of god and god is in you and you're in god and christ said this very well in the high priestly prayer and he said it three times for father i am in you and you are in me and i want that they us have what i have so that they um will be one with us he said that same thing three different ways in the high priestly prayer so for anyone that's in john i can't remember exactly where but it's called the high priestly prayer and you realize that again you don't worship jesus because the word jesus never existed but he always used one as the christ he said greater things shall ye do so if he's saying greater things shall we do it means that we actually have some great power inside of us you know but we just yeah. it is through our um belief that we're these weak soft little insignificant thing that we don't matter is the reason why um we are in this lower state of vibration so what i would like to say to people is that you know the things i've dropped a lot of information today and i'm going to give you some books that you can read that are sources of my information uh one is called the lost book of enki the next one is called the um nagamati text um one another great book is the um the book of enoch um then the um the, another book is called pista sophia and then another great series of books are called the i am discourse uh, by saint germain the magic presence and the Un unveiled mysteries and then there's another amazing book called the life and teaching of the masters of far east and these books will really get you going down the rabbit hole to realize that you're you're a lot more than, than what you realize and all the information that i have said has existed for thousands and thousands of years you know even the the hindu vedas because i have read the bhagavad gita and in there that's another good book um krishna talks about krishna consciousness so fun fact for you christos which is um greek which means christ translated to latin christ translated to sanskrit krishna so krishna was a christ yeah is mad so this is why um and when you look at it christ k-r-i-s k-r-i-s-h-a just changed the k to c Krish, christ crystalline consciousness it's the same thing so there have been a lot of masters that have come here teaching the exact same thing even buddha you know what i mean he he was of the same consciousness you know um so people need to start to really start to do some reading 
and um, go down this 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 path because you need to pick up your own cross and die to yourself. And what that means is that to die into what you believe about yourself, right? And this is what dying to yourself means. Um, you know what I mean? All the things and also removing attachments because attachments are another thing that that hold us back. If you're attached to a particular outcome or attached to a man or a woman or a place or a job or having money, the more you attach to that thing, the more that thing will evade you, you know, because you have to let go of the belief that you can't have it and then it will come to you. That's the way the universe works. Because if you um, hold on to this thing very, very tight, it means that your hand is not open to receive something new. And this is what attachments are. You you attach yourself to it, that the thing that is supposed to come into you, you can't receive because your hand is occupied. And this is what we need to do. We need to let go in order to receive something new. Because what we're holding on to most definitely is not real and adds no value to us. So there's the, the, I, I believe that we can and we will overcome because, you know what I mean, humans are much stronger than they really think. Because if you think about it, all the poisons, the chemtrails, the foods, the jabs, everything, and we're still here, 7.7 .7 billion still strong, it means that we're a lot tougher than we really think. Because if it takes that much to kill us, and we're not dead yet. Well, I think we're not that weak, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think we'll be okay. I mean, if you want to believe that seven point nine billion number, I'm unsure about that. But that's a different show too. That's a whole uh, different line of thinking. <laughs> look, honestly, I, I, I. The way I see things now is, I am not married to any anything anymore because I am totally open that that is actually a possibility. Just like people talk about flat earth, I say, well, look, why can't it be both? I don't pick a side. It could be both flat and round. I don't know. You know, I've never been. It to probably the top. is. Like I Dude, always say, it's probably pyramid shaped. Who knows? I'd be like, well, that makes sense. That's yeah. why they made this. Yeah. You see, what happens is that we, the more we hold on to these things that we actually don't have proof of, the the more we actually lower our frequency because we separate we, we it causes separation and this is how we're able to be controlled because it's through division or oh, another great book for people is the emerald tablets of thoth because thoth talks about um beware of the dark brothers because they move in angles and corners so this is where the word uh, box thinking comes from because you know you think outside the box because the box has borders it doesn't it restricts your thinking you think outside Black of it cube. Correct. that's also a different show yeah <laughs> right so when you move in arcs and circles it means that you can come back to it like i'm going to reference someone but you'll get it circle back saki right when she uses oh, a yeah. circle back right but yep. in reality that is how you do it you you, you if you don't understand or you don't you're not sure like me i say okay i don't know i'm not going to dismiss it i'm not going to say yes i can come back to it i can circle back to it because i'm going around it in an arc and a circle and if it turns to be true i can always come back you know yeah this is how i this is this is how i i, I operate now because the only thing that i i'm very very well i would say 
I would completely disagree with as if say, well, Todd, you're a girl. I'm like, well, no, how's that possible? Well, because you just look, you, I, I identify you as that. I said, okay, but no, that's that's not true. So that's the only time I'm like completely rigid on something, you know, which is like obvious. There are, there are some abs absolute uh, truths, I'm pretty sure. And we could. Right. There's some, right. That's what I was looking for. Absolute truths. Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, tell everybody where they can find you and uh, all your work and what you do on the side. Because I know you're also a personal trainer, right? Yes. So uh, I am an online fitness trainer and I help spiritually acclaimed people burn fat and build muscle. And the things that I spoke about today, I spoke about in short form on social media because obviously is you can't get into the detail. and um, And also... You know, I I'm a trainer, so I can't I I don't only talk about these things, but I do mix them. So anytime like you see any of my stories or any of my posts, they're generally mixed with both of these things. And um I yeah, I love helping people to get in the best shape of their life. And I also help coach people on their mind as well, because what I have learned is that the the mind is stronger than the body. And you can you can actually hack your mind to create the body that you want by just changing your belief system and changing the uh, the operating software. Uh, I help people to realize that they can and they will do it just if they believe in themselves. So I'm not a regular coach where I just tell you, okay, eat less, go and exercise, cheers, and you're getting good health. No. I actually help improve your mindset, help you to overcome your fears and traumas, uh, give you books to read, introduce the things like meditations and all these kind of cool things that uh, will help you to get into shape holistically because I understand that we are a mind-body-spirit complex and it's like a stool with three legs. Uh, if you move one leg, it falls down. So I, I, I help people on all three sides of those. And this is why like my students get some great results because um it's not just the body is is the mind. The mind is the is the real match winner in it all. Because when you create new habits, you create new neurons in the brain. And we know that neurons that fire together wire together. And what will happen is that the more you keep doing these things to repetition and creating positive habits, the more this is gonna become your reality. And what happens that you start to get results, you start to believe it, and then you want more, and then you you keep going and keep going. But it all starts with just having the belief to say, okay, I want to change. So anybody that is ready to get into the best shape of life, especially now that we're in the season of gluttony, where people tend to put on at least three to eight kgs by the end of the year, um, you can find me on Instagram at Adriano underscore 246, or you can find me on Facebook. I'm there as well. My name, Todd Cave, and you can send me a DM or, yeah, if you've got any questions with any things that I talked about tonight, sure, I can answer your questions. And if you want to work with me, um, hit me up or apply to work with me on my page because I've got an application form there. And, um, yeah, let's see if I can help you because... The only way that we're going to stand a chance to actually win this battle is if we work on ourselves. And I, the way I understand it is that we go through the body. So what you need to do is you need to get the body physically strong and in shape 
because we are going to have a zombie apocalypse and you may have to be strong enough to fight off zombies trying to steal food off your fridge so it does help to be in some good shape you know and um what it is now is that when you get into better shape it means that you raise your energy and your vibration so you're actually able to understand more in more stuff you're you're more open to understand and to try to learn some of the stuff that i'm talking about because if you're in a negative state um you, you will never be able to have the encouragement to you know go and read books and stuff you know what i mean like what would you care you just want to keep drinking your beer eating pizza and watching only fans girls you know but if you're working on yourself and you're getting into shape then you may you there's, you create that possibility that is like, okay, there's more to myself. There's more that I can do. So this is why I like spiritually inclined people that, you know what I mean, or like understand that there's something just not right. And at the same time, I can help you get into shape and also teach you a lot of these things as well. Because I talk about these things a lot with my students as well. So it's great fun. And um, not only you'll get into great shape, but you'll learn loads of stuff and I'll help you hack your mind and you know get you living your best life because the way i see it we need more people to actually start working on themselves get into shape living their best lives in order to create the world we want to live in because if we don't start with ourselves then we will have no world because when you change yourself you change your world and when you change your world you end up changing the world because people will be touched, moving, inspired by you because like, wow, that guy over there, man, he's he's doing really good. You go ask him a question. Yeah, yeah, why are you doing this? And then he, that other person gets inspired by your good work. So don't think that you can't change the world. Yes, you absolutely can, but you need to change yourself first. Once you start with yourself, then it has this ripple effect, like the, the pebble when you throw it into the pond, the ripples eventually get to the end of the bank and come back. So this is what i do and this is what i talk about all the time and if these things resonate with you hit me up on instagram adriana underscore 246 and let's have a chat dude yeah very cool fucking bravo very well said i think this is probably one of the headiest episodes we've done i mean i didn't do anything you did all of it but i mean damn it's one of those ones i don't even know what to say but dude thank you so much for coming on we appreciate you i'll be in touch with you of course uh in the future and we'll have you on for another uh a round table or something because i think we know a couple people that would get, do a great show with you too so thank you so much and uh thanks to all the audio listeners video watchers we love y'all have a good night